Yo, what's up guys? Josh Vera here, Josh Talk episode number three, documenting my journey through entrepreneurship. Hopefully you guys can learn from my wins and my losses. Today we are talking about, are you hungry or are you bored? Are you tired or are you procrastinating? I'm gonna do this in one take, so if I fuck up and I fumble through my words, it's just how it's gonna be, because I have a lot of shit to do today and I don't have time to keep re-recording. So, are you hungry or are you bored? This is something that I've dealt with throughout my whole life, actually, and I haven't realized that until um, the last few weeks, the last few months. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen on my Instagram, but the last few months I've been tracking my calories in and calories out plus my protein, and I didn't realize how much food I was eating before. It was absolutely ridiculous. Thank God my metabolism isn't ridiculously slow, even though it's not as fast as I would like it to be, but it's not ridiculously slow because I would be huge. It's funny because society normalizes, I mean, at this point in society, it normalizes huge breakfast, breakfast is healthy, you need to eat lunch, you need dinner, balanced meals, this and this and that, and everyone's eating three, 4,000 calories. It's absolutely ridiculous. If I look back on how much food I was actually eating, I was probably eating like 1,500 for breakfast, 1,500 for lunch, and like 2K for dinner. 5,000 calories? That's absolutely insane, especially when my maintenance is like 2,800. So right now, I used to weigh like 220 pounds. I was never fat, but I was just big, bulking from, from the gym. Um, I, my maintenance right now is around 2,800. So if I wanted to maintain weight, I would eat 2,800 calories. Right now, I'm eating at around a 2,200-calorie uh, deficit. With all the working out I do, because I'm in the gym every single morning, no days off, um, my maintenance is probably 3K. So I'm eating at an 800-calorie deficit, which isn't too bad. And sometimes I eat less. It's one of those things where, again, if you're eating, yeah, three, 4,000 calories a day, it's going to be hell. You know, the first week's going to be hell when you're eating at a deficit. But after you get through, through that first and second week, it's absolutely fine. A lot of people are using a lot of diets like intermittent fasting where they don't eat for 16 hours a day. Um, and people think that's the reason you're losing weight. That's not the reason. It's literally, <laughs> if you're intermittent fasting, that means 16 hours of the day you're not eating. And that other eight hours you'll eat food. And because you're eating... Um, you know, whatever that is, two thirds, you're not eating two thirds of the day, you're eating less calories, which means you're at a deficit, which is why you're losing weight. You're not losing weight just because you're not eating between that 16 hours. It just helps when you have that in your mind, 16 hours that you're not gonna eat, it helps just eating in that eight hours because you won't overeat and you won't snack during that, you know, the other two thirds of the day. So, um, currently, like I said, I'm around 200 pounds. I've lost a shit, I've lost like 20, 20 pounds. I was 220, it dropped to, to 200. It's working well for me. What's funny because a lot of people say you have to eat super clean and healthy, and yes, I would recommend you eat as healthy as possible. What I'm doing right now is I'm actually drinking, I hit the gym every morning at like seven to eight, and then I drink a shake, a protein shake at 11.30. I don't fully recommend protein and other supplements but I eat it because I don't wanna be eating chicken breast all day or I drink it. So I make a shake at 11.30, which has around 50 grams of protein, has some protein powder, peanut butter, and a banana. And then I eat at two or 3 p.m., but my lunch is just protein. I try to fill up as much protein um, as I can. And I learned this from, from Alex from Rosie online. He does something similar. So I literally just eat protein for lunch, which is around, you know, I just eat whether it's a steak or chicken breast or ground turkey, I fill up as much as possible. And then 
whether I have, most days I have around 1,000 calories left for dinner or 1,300, and I eat whatever the fuck I want. If I want to eat ice cream, if I want to eat an In-N-Out burger, In-N-Out burgers are not, the normal burger that, you know, not a cheeseburger, but a normal burger is around 390 calories. Not a lot, man. If I have 1,000 calories left, which isn't a lot for dinner, I can eat two burgers and, and a side of whatever. So that's my current plan. It works really well for me because it doesn't feel like I'm dieting because I'm basically eating whatever I want. I just don't eat as much. So I, you know, different things work for different people. But what's really interesting is you don't actually eat, have to eat super healthy. There was a study in 2015, um, this university professor, John Cisna, he ate McDonald's for 180 days straight only McDonald's meals, but he ate at a deficit. He was eating 2,000 calories a day. I'm sure his maintenance was probably 2,500 to 3K. Um, and his only exercise was a 45 minute walk per every single day. But he only ate McDonald's and he ate 2,000 calories. In um, 180 days, he lost 60 pounds. 60 pounds, that's insane. So if you're overweight, just stop eating like a pig. Just stop eating like a, go to the gym, which is recommended, but you don't even have to go to the gym. Just stop eating like a pig. And if you have medical issues, for example, my mom has a thyroid issue. She, you know, gets medicine from the doctor to level her thyroid, you know, to level, level her levels out, I guess. Flatline her levels. I don't know what the best way to say that, but she figured out her condition. She leveled that off. And then she's lean as a bean because she diets and she works out and she's completely fine. She gets off that thyroid medication. She doesn't eat right. She'll blow up. So it's not an excuse if you have a medical condition because you can get that taken care of and you can eat less. There's obviously outliers. There's 0.01% where it's just like there's shit happens. Yeah. I'm not speaking to you. I'm speaking to the average, average person. You can lose weight and it's not that hard. Just eat less. So, um, and if you're truly hungry, this is something I want to touch on. If you, I guess the whole point of this is, are you hungry or are you bored? And if you're truly, truly hungry, you can eat chicken breast with no sauce. If you can look at a dry ass piece of chicken breast with zero sauce and wow, say, wow, that looks super appetizing. And you bite into it, super, super tough to bite into. You're like, wow, that tastes amazing. That's how you know you're hungry. You're most likely just bored and you're sitting around the house watching TV and whenever you get bored, you walk over, you wobble, you waddle, <laughs> you wobble or you waddle over to, over to the fridge and you eat some snacks. Just stop snacking. Take the snacks out of your house if you have to. So next step is are you tired or you're procrastinating? This is something I've dealt with my whole life as well. Man, I used, I used to be the nap king. I used to take so many naps, especially in high school. I would get off school at noon. I would sleep and I'd go to football practice. It's ridiculous. And still think, you know, a nap is something that I still have to fight out, fight today. There's certain times during the day where it's been a long day. I'm just like, oh, I feel so tired. I have so much work to do. I want to just take a nap and get up and just crank it out. It's procrastination. That's what I find. It's either you're bored or you're procrastinating. Um, if you're really that tired, drink an energy drink or just do some exercise because you'll get some energy out of that. Um, if you're truly, truly tired, uh, put your feet up and set your alarm for 15 minutes. Jocko Willink talks about this all the time. If you don't knock out, if you're truly tired and you set your alarm for 15 minutes a power nap, you'll knock out within those first two minutes and you'll feel like a damn newborn baby when you wake up. I promise you. So 
If you can't knock out in that first two to three minutes of that 15 minute nap, you're not truly tired. Drink an energy drink, get back to work, stop procrastinating, get a life if you're just bored, get work, get a job, I don't know what to tell you. Just stop taking a nap because you're wasting your life. Um, this is something I want to touch on because I know a lot of kids that, especially my age for some reason, especially all the situations that happened in 2020 and the effects after that, everyone locked down in their house. People were, you know, not feeling the best. They're not in the best shape. They're feeling depressed. They're feeling, feeling this and that. I promise you, I promise you, if you get in the gym, you will feel better. If you hit the gym, if you force yourself to hit the gym every day, you will feel better. And if after three weeks you try that and you don't feel even slightly better, you can text me and tell me to fuck off and that you, you, Josh, you're completely wrong. But I promise you, I'm right about this. I am a million percent right. I know, just trust me. Go in the gym. If you're feeling down, go in the gym and you'll feel a little bit better and then you can build on top of that um, and do other things. So get into the gym. Um, I don't think you really need, for the guys my age, 21, 22 years old, and you're really trying to get in good shape, and if you're 21 or 22, I don't know why you wouldn't want to get in good shape. I mean, it's ridiculous to me that there's some dudes my age that just aren't in the gym. Like, what are you doing with your life? I don't understand. Um, but if you're someone that hits the gym a lot, I don't really see the sense of days off. I mean, you can hit the gym five to six days a week and then just do cardio on that day, so it's not really a day off. Just do some cardio, burn some calories. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about. Basically, the reason why I'm only doing this in one take, it's not as organized as usual, is because I have a lot of shit going on and I have, to, I have a lot of work to get done today. I have a big day tomorrow with some meetings with some clients. Um, I'm going to give you guys some more updates on my agency in, in videos to come. Um, I'd say recommendation for me in my experience and from what I've researched, done hours and hours of research online, if you're not getting clients in your service-based business, niche down. Find a really, even if the, the, the pool isn't as big of clients, just keep niching down until you find a very specific client and stop offering an array of services. Figure out one service that you're really good at and offer that. Don't offer, especially if you're doing social media management, don't offer Google PPC, don't offer social media management, don't offer Facebook ads, and then you can offer Snapchat ads, LinkedIn ads, don't offer everything. Pick one thing that you're very, you know, extremely good at and then pitch that to your clients because number one, you're going to be able to get them better results and number two, they're going to more likely sign with you because they're going to think the perceptive value is much higher because they think you're just locked in on this one service. Another thing, if, if you're niching down and you're not, still not able to land clients, I would raise your ticket price. So if you're dealing with big businesses and higher value clients and you offer them a service that's only $1,500 a month service fee, they're going to think you're inexperienced and they're going to be scared to work with you. You just look like a kid offering $1,500. Like it just doesn't make sense to them. If they're a high value client, offer them what they're going to expect. That $7,000 service fee, $10,000 service fee a month. Don't be scared of that because it actually increases um, the odds of you actually, of you signing the client because it increases the perceived value of your service. You can sell the same damn service for $1,500 a month or $10,000 a month. And for certain clients, your, um, your conversion rate is going to be higher at $10,000 than, uh, than it is at $1,500 a month. That's an $8,500 profit on your end and your conversion rate is going to be higher. So niche, niche down. For example, if you find um, an example of a client is just if they think your services are directed specifically for, for them. They're more likely to sign with you. 
Um, so niche down, bring that ticket price up, be confident in your services, and over deliver. Over deliver every single time. Pick that one service and over deliver. That's my experience. I'm gonna be sharing with you guys my cold calls um, of this last week. I'm gonna be recording my cold calls in the future, sharing with you guys. It's very difficult for new people to hop on the dialer. I understand that. Um, I do have experience in cold calling in the past. I've been cold calling this you know, past few weeks for the agency. Um, and some of my cold calls sound like shit, man. I remember my second cold call for this agency, I literally had to hang up because I fumbled through my intro, through my script, and I was like, this is awful. Um, this is just embarrassing. I hung up. But what's good about that is that these people talk to so many people per day, you could call them again next week and they won't remember who you are and someone else will probably answer the phone anyway. So I understand it's not easy and don't think, oh, this isn't for me. Get through a thousand calls and then you can reevaluate. Just get through the first thousand first. It's really not that hard. You can do 80 to 100 a day. Um, you'll get better at it throughout time. You can look up cold call scripts online, YouTube videos. There's so many resources on, on YouTube that are free. So don't get discouraged if you're cold calling because it's tough for everyone. And I struggle with it myself, but you just got to push through it. If you just keep dialing, you got to talk. So just keep putting those numbers in the dialer, keep dialing, and, and you're going to get better over time. Um, in summary, are you hungry or are you bored? You're probably just bored. If that dry chicken breast sounds good, you're probably hungry. Are you tired or are you procrastinating? You're probably procrastinating. I promise you 99.9% .9 of you aren't burning enough calories a day to actually be tired. So drink that energy drink, get to work, get into the gym, it'll give you some more energy. Um, stop, you know, stop procrastinating. And if you're bored, get a life, get a job, do something productive, stop wasting time, especially when you're 21, 22 years old. Stop wasting your life. Okay, and number three, if you're feeling down, I promise you, you'll feel better if you start hitting the gym. Try to hit the gym as much as possible. This goes for girls and guys. I really appreciate you guys' time. I'm gonna be coming out with more videos this coming week. I don't know, I've been really, really busy with the agency and I wanna give you guys updates with that. I still wanna come out with my video, um, how I lost multiple six figures in crypto. I'm still, I'm actually getting someone to create my YouTube banner and logo right now for YouTube. Um, Everything is in motion, just takes a little time. Again, I promise this every single week for five years, so I'm gonna be doing this at least every single week along with other long-form videos when I have time um, because I believe if you're running a business, currently personal brand is one of the most important things that you can focus on. So I'm pretty sure I covered everything. I appreciate you guys' time and I'll see you in the next video.